G'day and welcome to the mailbag. We have a podcast preview for day two of the championships live from the All Nations thanks to punningform.com.au, betfair.com.au and of course Mountain Goat, Goat Lager. If you're going to have a beer whilst you, whilst you enjoy our show, please make sure it's a goat. Preview show. We've got Kotch uh, and Soda, Mark Raden. How are you? Good, Jack. How are you? Nice to see you. Um, we are going to look at day two of the championships. Rally at three. You, you. I thought you were very, very good last week. That's very kind of you. I got some right, some wrong, but you know that's the way it goes. Did you get anything out of the the meeting, like um, personally, or uh, backing winners wise, or yeah, yeah um, I. I backed Alec Chieftain in the chairman's. Blinkers on. Blinker. Weird. He just uh, thought he might be going to get a little. Well, he got a, he got a, he got a soft track. He got up in trip and um, he was totally unsuited at Yarra Glen, which I hope I mentioned on the previous show last week. And uh, he was a lot better suited on Saturday. So uh, and, and and big odds. So that helped. And I ended up on Noble Boy in the country championship, who I think when we were speaking was about 225 or something. And he was going to be back inside and I didn't really want to be on him at that price, but he got to 320 on the official prices and he was closer to four bucks on Betfair, so fell into him and he got the job done. How did, did you use or how did you find Scurry's mail? Well, he had a blind. Uh, yeah. no. <laughs> it's not always that good, like no one's that good. No, it's, um, well, i tell you what I did find is when uh, one that I liked, such as, say, Dealmaker in the Carbon Club, he completely left out. Uh, they didn't do any good, so that was uh, that okay. was interesting. I, mean, I know it's only one meeting, but, uh, yeah, but and actually, I'll... when I did my own review on Sunday, Dealmaker was an ordinary bet anyway, and at, yeah, at that okay. price, I shouldn't have been on. But um, yeah, that, that was one way I found it useful. But yeah, he certainly had a he had a big day. Well, we're we're back to the same track. Rail out three. Is it going to be a little bit firmer than it was? It's... Last weekend? It'll be firmer for sure. Um, it won't be rock hard. They've had so much rain. And at this time of year, you don't get, uh, even with nice days, it's not great drying conditions because it's a bit colder overnight. So uh, it won't. I mean, it stayed soft soft five for about two days now. So I, I assume it might get to a four with no rain, but it, it'll, it'll be sting out. Um, at Randwick, the um, rail's at three, which is not a, you know, not a you know trap of a rail position or anything, but what can happen there and what is forecast to happen is there's a strong northeasterly coming in in the afternoon, which tends to mean offence and makes it hard to lead. Doesn't mean you can't lead, but it just makes it that little bit harder. Okay, so on the uh, podcast today, which is powered by punting form, um, supported and made possible by betfair.com.au, and we are currently enjoying a couple of mountain goat lagers. Um, at the All Nations Hotel in Richmond. Thanks for having us. On this on this podcast, we're going to just focus on Randwick, Day 2 Championships, races 2, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10. So we've covered the track play. We'll kick off with race 2, 400-metre race. 
where I've got the Caulfield market up. That's mm-hmm. disappointing, yeah, isn't it? Not a great start. Switch over there. Yeah. Race two at Royal Randwick, day two championships, 400-meter race. Green Aeon, $5. Wild Planet T. Berry, $5. Fasica for C. Brown, who... Bit of a stopwatch ride there in the, uh, in the derby. He got that spot Oh, up. didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, $5 it. Millard Reaction, $5 it. Crone, $10. Final Award, $10. Gemsong, 13 Longer the rest. Big, wide betting race to kick us off. It is. Um, are there horses here that are suited and not suited by the way the race might be run? Yeah, I, it's, I expect Green Eon to go forward again like he did in his last start uh, in both of his runs so far. Um Fasica is up to 1,400, drawn the outside gate, but surely goes forward. If they try anything clever there, they could end up in a bad spot. Um, nothing's terribly unsuited. Well, Millard Reaction, the Queenslander, who's been very well backed already in the early markets, just goes back. It seems to be pretty one-dimensional, so it's probably a negative, but it was it, that's just it. So you just have to put up with that if, that, if you want to be on it. Um, Crone and Wild Planet are drawn wide, and I... Don't think they'll be going forward. So, you know, they could find themselves in a tricky spot, although depending on how the track's playing, although it's only race two, it might not be the end of the world being three wide if you can get a cover. Uh, we've got blinkers on Crone there? Uh, yes, but still from 11 of <laughs> eleven of 13. Yeah, be very careful, so I'll say. You reckon I'll go forward? Well, blinkers on X weird normally would mean intent and it might mean the horse would improve by four or five to ten lengths. <laughs> just, okay. <laughs> just, just Ga- the ten Gaelic Chieftain style. Yeah, uh, yeah, fair enough. I mean, he's a, this is a three-year-old filly. It's a... Blinkers on with market support was sort of the the foundation the... Of, of trying to work out we. Okay, right. For me. Blinkers on for decades has been a... Yeah, but particularly for Darren, yeah. it's like, and it's it, not always about the blinkers, if you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, no, I might yeah. have like trained yeah. the dog. It's yeah, just yeah. Went up, yeah, I'm going to yeah. whack you in the side of the head, and you're going to run really quickly. Oh, yes. Uh, so okay. I've heard because you wouldn't know because nothing's been sort no. of reported in the media. No. So we're just left to our own devices there to come up with our own theories. But anyway, so race two, 400 meters, <clears throat> even market. Are we going to have a bet? I, I probably will. I. I um, I think whatever the others want to do, Green Eon is going to be on pace, probably leading. And if some of the other jockeys want to be a bit conservative, uh, Dale Lover on Crone notwithstanding, he could just get control again. I mean, he's stepping up from midweek grade, but both him and Fazeka have won two really, two each, two really good midweek maidens. High-rating maidens. High-rating maidens and then high-rating restricted races. So they're both they're both two from two. Um, Green Eon looks like he's... Best place to get control again, and I think he's backable at that price. I, um, for Seeker, uh, one on the same day as Green Eon last time, just sat three wide and dominated, so didn't return figures as good as Green Eon, but it just treated them with contempt, so obviously has more to give. And Millard Reaction on my figures, I can't get it there, but it's light sectionals. I mean, they're, they're Brisbane races, so they're a good step below, but it's light sectionals are phenomenal, and um. Yeah, he's a bit hard to mark, actually. I can see why the, the early shoppers wanted to be into him because he's been so visually impressive. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what his top might be. I'm not trying to confuse you or the uh, loyal listeners, but um, Tahitian Dancer paraded, uh, wasn't like forward-ish. Well, it was forward, but wasn't there to win yeah. at um, Mornington. Yep. Uh, outstanding ride, which was it boxed Music Bay. 
yeah. and it won. Who then won by Music Bay pissed in yesterday. So I'd expect it'll improve. And it's often a horse that I found through Victorian carnivals is just disrespecting the market and sort of worse. If you're getting heavily involved in a race it's involved in, you're going to get sort of 25 to 1, it, Betfair late. It, it will be better uh, save it. better off at 1,400 too, I would suggest. I, I really yeah. liked its win at Mornington, especially with that, that form line uh, through Music Bay. Um, this is a hot race. That's the yeah. only thing. It's, so, I mean, if, if you like the horse, I'm not going to talk you out of it because you probably will get a price. I've got it around 20 to 1, and, and I liked it. Yeah, I'd say yeah. I'd so say you see 25s, maybe sort of late bet fair. Yeah, well, so yeah, the horses are often ignored. Well, they're not going to charge into Shane Nichols in Sydney, you, you wouldn't so? think. But um, it's a, it's a really good race. I mean, up the top you got. I mean, Jim Song has been a you know pretty solid three year old, or two year old, and three year old. But he's giving a lot of weight to horses that might well be better than him. Mm. Um, the Crone Wild Planet race was sensational. Where um, they. Uh, race Cossack Legend, uh, yep, yep. Uh, and they beat the others out of all knowledge. There was about four links or something to fourth. That race went terrific. They're, they're both great chances as well. They're, I just thought Green Eons. Oh, uh, yeah, most... that was at Ramwick, and that was the same day as Tahitian Dancer. It was Rose Hill, yeah. Yeah, Rose Hill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, race number five, three-year-olds, 1,200-metre group two, Classic Legend, the horse you just mentioned, mm. $4.60, Avantage. Is it a Kiwi? It is. Kiwi, bro? Yep. 480. Encryption. Surely, surely it's got to break through sooner <laughs> or later. The Lion Savage at Charlie Sheen style, $6. Zeus Sane, $7. Trope for T Berry, $8.50. Baller. Scurry loves this horse. It will be in the numbers. Be careful. <laughs> Warning to all, $13. Uh, Lean Man Machine, $16 and longer. The rest. Horses here that you think are suited by the map and, and like some that might be cast, drawn wide gates. Usain from 12s looks scary. Ball at um, 13. I, you know, out of the shoot at Randwick, only one turn. I'm not uh, put off by Usain's barrier on its own. Um, Baller. And Zara too. Um, what's here? Mark Zara's on Baller. Oh, yeah. Drawn 13. No, you know, but a horse mode. like him, just sit out there. Have you seen him? He's a giant yeah. of, a, of a beast. Oh, and, scariest. Yeah. I, I promise you there'll be a couple, there'll be two horses. There's another. There's three horses in, that I can tell you will be probably on top from the yard. Yep. It's, it's Baller. Yep. Um, I'll tell you Nikita Jane. Yep. And Elise. Elise yep. is his favourite animal. Well, they're all great looking horses. I can see. Probably likes it, loves Elise more than his children. That's <laughs> okay. He's obsessed. He's obsessed. <laughs> uh, in terms of what's not suited, and I um, believe Pete Anthony's okay. actually sorry, our man. He's. Um, He's involved with Advantage. Is he really? That's yeah, interesting. So exciting for him and his brother. Seven think. wins from eight, uh, eight starts. That's yeah, not a bad horse to be involved in. <laughs> He's gifted with ownership. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't particularly worried about the barriers for those two on their own. What might um, uh, Jonker will go forward. Avantage won't be far away. Classic legend, I think, gets a trail of a couple of others this time rather than um, K McAvoy jumping a length and a half in front, then sitting three wide for no reason, half lengthing. Um, that was um, I didn't back it, but I'm, if I had, I would have been ropeable with that yep. at about two twenty. That was bizarre, but he looks like he <laughs> Not could just sweet. He, he could just lob um, behind leaders here. Yeah. Uh, not suited. Prophet's thumb, who's never suited, especially when it draws in. Encryptions will get back. Drawn three. You'd rather it was eight or ten, but um, it's not out of the race. Um, Trope will go back as well. 
Um, what did you make a causeway girl last week? I thought yeah. 200 out, I was getting like good, but that's firming. Yeah, yeah. So I know you uh, uh, had a had an interest uh, on her last week, uh, but that's about her, I think. Yeah, um, I think fair. Um, Is it Oliver special last week? Oh, yeah, Gabe and every. How's like he rolls into Randwick? Yeah. Last race of the day and he dictates to them all. Yeah. This is how fast we're going, guys, if you well, don't mind. <laughs> I, I don't want to um, harp on this, but um, speaking of jumping, link, I was on Mizzy who jumped a length in front um, and then Snick. And I could not – and somehow hey. managed to be sixth. Uh, might be like Victoria. Don't, yeah. If you, Damien tells you to – Damien's uh, way. No, he's, a, he's a grand old man of Australian racing now. He, uh, he's a big doggy dog. <laughs> anyway, back to this one. Um, I've um, – I've, that's the wrong race you've got undone. So you just go back to race five. Thanks. Um, fourth up, first prep. Not ideal considering where he's come from and where he is now. But Classic Legend, um, his two Kenzo wins were phenomenal. Um, and then, as I touched on, he had he was well, pretty well slaughtered last start. Um, if he's not over the top, um, fourth up, first prep. If he gets the run, I think he will at that price that he is. I think he's... Manny Amalki. Manny, well, yeah, I mean, that, that is a great point. If he's over the top, that will probably show in the yard and we'll, we'll know. Um, I'm probably going to early doors take the risk on him at the price because if he's on, he probably should be shorter than that. Um, other chances, uh, Zeus saying trial the rights into the new market. Go back to his form of last spring, he'd be favourite in this for sure. One more chance. I'm very 50-50 with the moment. He's got to be a chance. Encryption, as you say, just savages. Uh, hate backing horses like that because all they do is break your heart. But and drawn three, it's Hugh, not right. drawn three, Hugh. It's going to get held up. There's a very good chance it'll get held up. Uh, where was it? And Avantage. Avantage doesn't actually have to leave here, uh, but will be on pace. And as one seven out of eight, what, what can you say to knock her? Nothing not much. So, um, yeah, so leaning classic legend, um, but as you say, the mounting yard key, if it expressed out on the fair in the last two minutes, you could probably be tearing your tickets up, I think. Okay. Race number six is a three-year-old Phillies over 2,400. It's the Oaks. It's a group one. Very elegant. Another Kiwi yep. for Kiwi jockey, James Mack. $1.65 if you don't mind. This is a horse that... <laughs> That was started probably eights in the Oaks in Victoria. Oh, frustrating for those that were on at 12s. Oh, yeah. Now it's a dollar sixty in a yeah. Oh, Frankly awesome. Hugh Bowman, Kay Lee's six dollars. Aristia, Mad Puller eight fifty. Scarlet Dream nineteen dollars, and longer the rest. This looks like every horse sort of get their chance. Do you expect a yeah. good tempo or a walk? Uh... It won't be strong. I don't think they'll be going hard, uh, which is why I thought. Well, I, I didn't know what to think they were going to do with very elegant. Um, Would the rule be Chris Waller, 12, expected to be schnicked, but is a group one, so maybe he might roll forward? Yeah, and it's this horse too. I mean, it's I, a mad puller. My, it's a mad puller. If you try and restrain this thing, you're not going well, to. You're going to just defeat it. It's absolutely flown on heavy tracks, as you would have seen, and it's two goes in Sydney. But it's had low draws both times, so even if it wasn't the best ground, it got a plenty of cover. And she and she was over racing anyway. I mean, don't worry about that. She was still going very keen, getting her head up a lot. Um, but she did have a back to follow, you know, for most of the race in both cases. 
So I approached this and thought, well, it's drawn 12, I'll go back and to try and get cover. And there's really not a great deal of speed in the race. So, so then it's not think, suited. It, well, it's not suited. Or do you take the risk and say, right, I could get outside lead here, no problem, but she just fires up, you know, so to the, I think the they're, degree they're, and she's out of business. The responsible thing to, to think is that they'll be neutral to negative and protect the horse, which they aren't doing, but that's what they think they're doing. That's mm. how they ride these. That's how this stable rides those draws, and I don't think it matters what race it is. Yeah. Well, e- either way, I think you'd probably have to be certifiable to take six to four on. Um, she'll either be back and or wide or... Look, if she lobs outside the leader and she drops her head for the first time in her life, she'll win by six lengths. Yeah, but which that, I, think, I, mean, though, I think it's a really good thing to talk about because yeah. sometimes when someone like you or I say, say that, it doesn't necessarily mean that I want to bet into the race. No, no, no. Or want to lay the horse. It just means like, I think it's probably going to win, but I don't want to take that price. Well, I've got a, not giving any secrets, right? I've got a 240, uh, a, a very neutral price. You know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah. no way it's a bet, but I've got a 240, so I'm not saying this is lay of the century, either, yeah. am I? So, you know. Yeah. Um, the, Obvious danger is, frankly, awesome. The beautifully red filly of Chris Lee's has. Um, it's the one, I mean, we've seen what very elegant can do. Frankly, awesome has always shown ability. She's fifth up, 2,400. She, she gets her chance. Did my girl and Mick Kent's girl and John Allen, we'll just he'll have a little cheeky black spurs on, won't you, John, you dirty little Irishman? Is it bye-bye Bye-bye belly. belly. Did it show you anything? Absolutely nothing, but it's Mick Kent, so I'm not going to say okay. Yeah, it's but, um, up your sleeve. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you reckon about Aristia? Dry attract 2,400? The, the most honest, stable. Like, if a, if a just Eldon Zara just raced horses and it was just Ellen and Zara versus Ellen and Zara, we'd all be so rich because they just do as they should. Well, they're a year ahead of me at, at high school, actually, the, the pair of them. Oh, really? But Brett Honest at St. Beads and Mentone, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> He's a funny little fucking... Which one? Uh, <laughs> Simon. Okay. Anyway. Uh, the other guy, I don't know if he speaks, but um, the, Simon's very funny. I, I think Aristia is... I think it showed a real lot early, uh, first up at uh, Flemington. It did, yep, yeah, I agree. And it hasn't been... Well, heavy tens, you know, twice in a row. Yeah, it's... I, I, it could. It wouldn't surprise me if it won, but I don't like horses coming off the heavies. Okay, it should be fit. I, I would say. But, I reckon um, this is a race to just if you're smart enough, lucky enough to um, losing punter enough to have a really big winning, very elegant ticket, like leading into this just race. Like, just watch yeah. that and ride that out. But other than that, I, I couldn't get involved here. Could could very elegant be next year's Winks and something else be the gust of wind that beat Winks in yeah. the Oaks that year. Well, even when it's won, it's done so... The races it's won, to my eye, when I'm reviewing races, and I haven't reviewed the races thoroughly, mm. FYI, but it was over racing still. Yeah. It was incredibly green in the straight. didn't go didn't go straight. No. So if it if it rolled along nicely, settled, and went straight, yeah, there, like, no... it, could, it could improve by another five lengths and, oh, and just destroy the certainly field. say it could, but there's no evidence at yeah. all to say it will. Yep. She's never raced attractively in her life. Um, no, she has once at Caulfield. She has once at Caulfield. Was that? There's a, a bog, bog track, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, away from those three that we've already mentioned, Scarlet Dream um, sort of finished alongside Frankly Awesome in the Campbell Grange Classic, and then... I'm going to say just didn't handle the heavy 10, uh, rough chance. Got um, Oliferous, who 
knocked off my good thing, Amon Geary, last Saturday. Amon Geary was a dead set dollar one chance if it ran 2,000. It ran about 1,950, mm. and uh, this thing knocked it off. Um, on the upward spiral, these are all very speculative, very minor chances. Imelda Mary and um, Clementina, New Zealanders. I've got all these things about 25s, you know. And I, I think it's a race just to watch by the sounds. I agree. Race number seven, the Queen Elizabeth, <laughs> 2,000 metres, Group 1, weight for age with a gigantic paycheck for the winner and a pretty small field. I think this is a really boring, disappointing race. Um, well, I'll, I'll tell you my um, my assessed price my that I put a lot of time and effort into. I've come up with a dollar thirteen. And if you can layer it at dollar six, let's just layer all day. That's that's obviously the play in the race. Well, when you're in my <laughs> shoes and you've laid it for the last <laughs> seventeen starts, you've got to keep going. You've got to. Um, well, this is your last chance. Look, I, yeah. Let's not talk much about the race. What do you think of Winx? She's the best horse I've ever seen, no doubt. And I know she's raced. She's been a bit looked after. I think she's. I think I'm disappointed that she hasn't gone overseas. Me too. I'm disappointed that um, all great Australians go and like ply their trade yeah, overseas. Look, sure, but that's a separate issue uh, from how good she is. Hundred percent. She, she is the best I've ever seen. I, um, yeah, I think I think it's a real shame she didn't go overseas at her peak. She, she's too old now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Eighteen months ago or two years ago would have been great. You know, after she'd won, I, well. I think it's going to be like to her detriment in like 20 years. It could be. To her legacy, it could be. It, That's what I'm trying to say. Look, you know, I can't prove this, but, you know, you know how the the Brits and various other people, it's, it's more the British than the Americans for some reason, are really anti-winks. You know, they say, oh, she's beating nothing and it's all... No, because when it, you go to England, they're all they're all like marks. a bit... They're pasty and short. Yeah. Because they've been like... They don't get much Chip sun. They, they eat yeah. shit food. Yeah, yeah. It's all deep fried. Stuck ninety percent of the year. Yeah, the like they're, yeah, just, they're not the happy. The yeah. Come here, like yeah. birds. So they're going to be very, <laughs> very anti wings. So, but I would say in Cox Plate Day twenty sixteen, no horse racing in the world on that day would have beaten her or got near her. Yeah, she she smashed Hartnell, who was absolutely airborne by eight lengths. Mm. That, that's the single greatest run I think I'll ever see in. Yeah, I think Australia. she's just like beautiful, just like watching like Federer play tennis. Yeah, and. and Gary Abbott senior play football. Yep. Like it's just one of the She goes around at tens on every start, but she's not beating complete mugs. These aren't welder horses, you know. She, yeah, she's well, beaten Happy Club ten times. She's separated from the betting side of it. It's yeah. just it's beautiful. Yeah. But she I just wish she went over six. And uh, well I wish in retrospect the autumn sun had run her in the Cox uh, run against her in the Cox plate, so we could have seen just how well, I, I actually reckon the autumn sun would have got found out, but I know uh, that's what I'm saying. And I think the autumn sun um Got found out this um, this autumn. He he his three wins were all spectacular because he got himself into shocking positions. But that's his. That's a that was the form. Was. The form out of those those races aren't stacking up. Even, even last spring. Yeah. Um, but to get yourself in a position when you're eight ten lengths off the lead off pretty run of the mill group class three year old, and then it takes you two hundred meters of hard riding to even pick the bit up. You've got a flaw. You've got a real. If, if you race mm. top top class like Winks, you will get yeah. hammered. I would think. But anyway, we'll never know now because um, it's going to be a great game. That's what it's all about, and that's why tens and tens of millions of dollars a year. And there's no taxes involved. No. Anyway, that's. But we're betting into hundred. Yeah. Oh, um, interesting to see what um, 
J-Mac does on He's Eminent again, who uh, led Avilius in the round bit first up. Yeah. Uh, I expect him to lead again. It'll be interesting to see how long he hangs on for. Okay, race number eight. It's the Sydney Cup, 1,300 metres. Yeah. It's the Melbourne Cup's poor, tawny little cousin or step-cousin, half-cousin's group one handicap. Market is as follows. Juba. Um, Juby. Juby, yeah. 350 Midterm nine dollars, big juke nine dollars, Yogi Bear thirteens, Shro thirteens, Shreya thirteens, Red Cardinal fourteens, Gaelic Chieftain eighteens, and longer the rests. Uh, Tempo? There'll be some. There's a few. Uh, we'll go forward again. Um, Vonja Mask. I don't know if you saw P Maloney's effort on it last week, where he just punched on and on and on forward, and finally got the front after a, a thousand or so metres. I think the Oliver will put it in a do you reckon he might be a slight improvement? I think he might be a slight improvement. Yeah, he'll get where he wants to be earlier. He's, probably, he's got no hope of winning. Probably but, he's, fair call. Um, but there's, uh, I haven't got them in front of me here. There's about three or four who will. It won't be a, uh, there won't be a hurdle pace by any means. Can I back Yogi? If you want, it won't win. But no. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Yogi. <laughs> no, thirty-two hundred. Yeah, it's, um, it's like it's all ticks here. Thirty. I just need thirteen hundred and tempo. Uh, tempo's fine. Yep. Away you go. Um, interesting thing about the Sydney Cup. Because, um, uh, you know, in the Melbourne Cup, you've got like a 1,000-metre run virtually to the yeah. first turn or longer. It's a, yeah. Um, yep. Sydney Cup sort of starts and then they're into a bend pretty soon. You might think in a two-mile race, barriers are the least of your worries. Um, oh, 100%. Why draws don't win it? Yeah, yeah. Even even if down the middle is the spot to be, you've wouldn't got to have a soft run. Wouldn't you want to be drawn sort of four to four. ten here? Yeah. Well, there's a horse drawn... It <laughs> could be an absolute moral, this QB. It's had seven starts. Um, Charlie Appleby, good old one. Seven starts, come via the Emirates, coming off a four-length win in a 3,000-metre race, got 52.5, K McAvoy in four. I know there's 20 in it, but I won't be betting. Oh, I couldn't bet against it. I might save around it, but that, that's really? the starting point. Well, but can, but can you launch with confidence at a horse you're not seeing in the country at 350? Well, it depends on by launch. I mean, I'm not having half of everything I own on it, but yep, I'll have yep. a good bet on it. You know, yep. it's um, it's a well, this guy's got a great <laughs> this Charlie Appleby has a great record bringing them out here, so you just got to have faith in faith in that. Yeah, okay? he's, he knows so, what he's doing. Uh, and it's going to get a beautiful run. McAvoy's a great rider in staying races, um, big staying races in particular. Uh, he's got to be top pick. What you said about the Mel- uh, Sydney Cup being the Melbourne's Melbourne Cup's poor cousin. This I was thinking when I was doing the form in this race uh, this morning um, that this is like what the Melbourne Cup was in about 1986. You get like one import. It's probably worth the same money as it was in 1986 too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which, well, which is why it's the same. You got one import. You probably didn't have one import in the Melbourne Cup in those days. But all these New Zealanders, you got a whole raft of New Zealanders who aren't good enough these days. The, the New Zealanders used to target the Melbourne Cup every yeah, but, year. But also the first, they target this now. The first like, there's probably not a horse here that was like sold as a yearling in Australia. Uh, Maybe top of the range. Rodrigo. How about that? Yeah. I don't know if he's sold here. But so the, like the yeah. first stack of them are all. They're not imports, but they were imported. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I think it's a pretty. Oh, um, I, I think York Gallic... really keen number ten. Really keen number ten. And Gallic Chieftain's over the odds at eighteen dollars or whatever it is again. I, Bossy, I don't thirsty. Know why. 
I, I was a bit. No, I, hang on. We should talk about Glenn Voss quickly. I think. I, I think. I, what is my, Glenn? Is Glenn totally given up? Well, that's what I was trying to say, and then he rode the Doncaster winner. No, I'm talking about on women. Oh no! You well, like, got me there. Why is he shaving off, Glenn? Oh, it looks sickly. <laughs> well, he's he's bossy. He, Bossy's an icon. Shave he, your head, mate, and have a shave. He's fifty and he weighs about seven stone. He's not going to yeah. have a, the raw materials just aren't there anymore. I just, I okay. was really, I was like, who the fuck is that when I saw him on the TV? He's he looks unhealthily light for a man of his age. <laughs> Trouble is, this time of year, most of them do. <laughs> Well, here he's running up again. That's just what cash will do to him. Yeah, doesn't do it to me, but it, um, <laughs> I can see the interaction. Um, anyway, I think he's unproven at 3,200, but he, he was really good over 26 last week. He's fit, backing up, no weight, and the informed Group 1 um, skeleton, G-Boss. So yep. why not? Yep. And um, midterm oh. for, for your mate, the oh. water skier and Jake Carr. <laughs> So, <laughs> what a combination. She, uh, no, her ride was sensational on this last time. Yeah. Um, she's got severe ability. Yeah. It's a bit, she's never, I'm oh, sorry, he's never raced past a mile and a half as far as I know. So it's an interesting. Is it, it's a up. good horse in that it just makes its own luck. Uh, yeah. So you've got no problems there. Um, another that will make its own luck is Rondonella, who might be a wet tracker. Um, there'll still be some sting out. It was terrific in the um, Tancred. And looks like it'll run two miles and is a bit of a price as well. Okay. It's a really good race. I mean, I haven't mentioned horses like Big Duke. Um, I deliberately didn't mention Yogi. Sorry about that. Shrar over ran second. You know, there's a dozen middle pin chances in this. Um, but I think if this Appleby horse turns up in one piece, and why wouldn't it, I think? Um, it's probably the winner. But, um, again... Um, yeah, it'll be interesting, although we won't have seen it before, but the yard will be interesting. That, I reckon that's when he's at his best. Okay. Oh, cool. no, no, no. He's, he's, he's very insightful. Okay. Well, that'll be... Um... Scurry's big on the type. Okay. Which, which you just want you want the yard to be completely like, separate from the form and the yeah, map yeah. and, and then... everything. Just, you combine them yourself. Yep. yep. Anyway, race nine, Queen of the Turf, over the mile. It's a wait for age, and it's probably... Yeah, it's a group one, even though it's only for fillies and mares. Alize, Hugh Bowman, $5. Nikita Jane, $8.50. Amphitrite, $9. Unforgotten, $10. Dixie Blossoms, $12. Prompt Response, $12. Fundamentalist, $16. And Daisy Doom, $19. Longer the rest. This will be, I'd assume, from my memory of this sort of race, shit hot speed. Fast, fast, fast. Uh, there's you get, you do tend to get speed just from the numbers, the size of the field. Uh, if I can find my actual speed map, that'd be a good start. Um, it, it, I think it'll be okay. It might not be uh, breakneck, but it'll be it'll be solid. I, I, nothing will be unsuited by the tempo or lack thereof on its own. Horses that you think will get the right sort of run or or that you're looking to, to find here? Um, well, I, to be honest, I think the, there's two, two ways to attack the race and it's you like Alizé or you don't. She, um, I said last week, she was horribly weighted in the Doncaster uh, with 56.5 against the, the males. Now she's carrying 57 against the females and they all are except the fillies, except the three-year-old fillies. So 
weights wise, she is absolutely thrown in. What you've got to say is, is she going to run sixteen hundred? Well, she won the race last year, so I think we can say yes, given the right conditions, yes. That's what you said last week. So she gets gets the mile against the mares. Or the yes, and carrying fifty six and a half. Well, she had absolutely no chance last week. He, she yeah. settled twentieth of twenty in the run, and it was a very moderate pace in the Doncaster. Uh, I've seen a bit of conjecture about that, but there was no doubt in my mind that was a moderate, moderate pace. I mean, Dream Force has led and run second, so yeah. it, it was moderate. Um, that's, she that's settled totally, last. That total, makes total sense to me. Um, Alize settled last, didn't handle the track. I'm going to say, and didn't get past a horse. Now, uh, this SP is favourite though, didn't it? No, nah, it got out to thirteen bucks. As it, oh as, yes, as it should no, have. Yep, yeah, sorry, as it should have. Oh yeah, as it should have. But it had no hope in that, in my opinion. Yep. Now, the only reason I'd be looking to back out on Saturday is that, and this is fraught with danger. James Cummings though did say already comments. He said. She was kicking the joint down again by Monday. It was like she hadn't had a run. Now, if that's the case, if she's taken no harm, she's not over the top, again, Yard will be critical here. If she's where she should be, and he's... Uh, James Cummings said we had we have to run her this way. She's just doing that well. So if that's the case, um, she's thrown in this, and uh, she's a bet. What about Sedanza? Yeah, really wanted to be with her. Um, blinkers on, we'll get a great run. She's just, if she can only win if Alizé's not right. Yep. But if Alizé is not right, she's got some chance. That's not her only issue, though. A couple of those fillies down the bottom have got great chances. Amphrotidi and Nikita. Um, love the 2,000 metre lead up for now. Um, well, ne- the autumn sun over more. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And she, uh, drawing 18 here, which. Probably not the end of the world if that, that wind's got up by race nine, which it almost certainly will have. So, you know, even three, four wide, if, you got, if you're not absolutely swinging out there, can be fine. Um, she's a very good filly. She can win this. And Amphrotidae, um, her, actually, her best run last campaign was the Caulfield Guineas, uh, the 1,000 Guineas win, I would yeah. say. And that was fourth up at 1,600. So. That the Caulfield, yeah, yeah down yeah. the outside. Yeah. Where are we? $13 or something. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, no, the... Bigger than that. I Bigger, okay, yeah. She exploded. Yeah. That was her best run of the prep, and she's... I think she's going to suit Ramwick. Oh, for sure. And she's she's fourth up at 1,600, so which was what she was that day. So, um, big chance. So, I really thought it was... Sounds well, to me like here. you're either going... You're going to back Elise, and then maybe snip some, like, rougher horses, or yeah. you're going to back sort of Nikita and Petrotti... And that's sort of mainly where you're at. Yeah, I think it's a, it, it. Well, just the individual punters got to decide. I think the first horse you've got to make your decision on is Alizé. Are you with her or against her? That's your starting point. I mean, um, I don't recommend that anyone use Twitter as a, a, a form reference, but there's been a lot of. As soon as the field came out in the barriers, a lot of people were saying, oh, happy to back Alizé because she ran, you know, 25th last week. Well, Okay, if that's the way you feel, if you think she's over the top, and you may be right. Better question for you then: What price does she start? She's five bucks currently. Oh, Christ! I mean, it. If she, if she's, she, if she's she a starts horse, four bucks, she's immoral. She she could start four bucks if the syndicates tune into her and all the other boxes of theirs are ticked. Um, if you, if you wanted to be really aggressive with it, you could have her as short as you like. Yep. You know, her best form just wins this at the weights. Um, but that's, you know, that's, that's up to the individual. You know, some people might have been on her last week and are sick of her. 
it's up to you. I think I'm going to trust what James Cummings was saying. He said we just completely bin that. You're, oh, the other thing, you're I, leaning to it. I'm leaning to it at this stage. Um, the All-Star Mile run, you know, where she had every, that's still good enough to win this, you know. Yeah. Yeah. She went, she went huge. She yeah. just like, didn't get the last little bit. Yeah. Against Mr. Um, Kearney and Hartnell. One on thing one thing's worth noting is Scurry was very uh, taken by the way she paraded last week. It was a bit that's different. That's interesting. And, but she had no chance after about 400 metres. Yeah. And she basically, she wasn't bashed around in the straight. She just... Yeah. Work to the line. All right. Race 10, the Sapphire Stakes, 1,200 metres, Group 2, Phillies and Mares. Sprite, $4.50. Winner Bride, $5.50. I'm excited, $9. Resin. Bit of resin. Not $9.50. Manicure, $10. And Vince Avella, 11s and longer the rest. Horses you think might get a lovely run here. Any? Yeah. Um, manicure, resin. Even possibly I'm excited. Sets up all right for her. Tempo on this race? Is okay. Uh, not Okay, not great. Uh, I, I thought even Irithea and the other thing drawn wide. Key Lister, sure, we'd have to go forward with it from, from 16. Is Sprite immoral? It is never immoral because it always gets back. I'm very strong on this. And you'll see. Do you support my inclination wins. to launch at it? No, because she'll be. She's drawn three. This is a horse you want drawn twelve. Yeah, he's going to have to. If uh, Colt's the right jockey, he's he's a great get back inside, pick his way through jockey. Don't worry about that. I thought he rode it really well at the Valley um, against Sunlight. Yeah, couldn't have done much more. He, he got the little check halfway up the straight, but there was a wall in front of him. Sunlight went pretty good last week. Sunlight did went. It sure did. Um, Sprite on form is the favourite. Up to you to take the risk. I'm going to be having one little victim bet because that's sort of, sort of what I end up doing when I'm trying to uh, at, at, discuss week horses like Sydney horses with you is uh, encryption into Sprite. Yeah, okay. Um, the, both get back horses. Yeah, but they're yeah. both from the um, the good race at Caulfield, which you can't the remember. Plate. Yeah, the Oakley yeah. Both would be both. I'd have a couple of points shorter in my markets if they were drawn ten, not three. No, yep. both drawn three, I think. Um, and a horse that I'm sure Scurry will find is is a fifteen tell play. This is a yeah. this is a Panther which has been stolen by Sky <laughs> Sky We're gonna have to have a little chat to you guys about getting some kind of retainer. <laughs> uh, if you want Scurry to come in and consult for you and help you with terms to describe how horses parade, we're happy to supply that information, but there <laughs> needs to be a, a transaction. Um, well, Tumble Play's got Winks for race Winks last time, the George Ryder, <laughs> so you can't knock the form line. Um, I think twelve hundred. I think she's a 1,200-metre horse, too. Um, I don't, she probably has to find a new peak to win this, but probably gets a few things in her favour. Um... I'm ex- what price did we say I'm excited? Was? Yeah, look, they're all about the right price here. The, um, Resident and Manicure, two of the Godolphin ones have got chances, map well, they're there, they're probably right price. The one, That's Resi. The one... The one... Um, the one who might... Um, be some chance that a middle pin price is Sabatiano back to 1200, but it's a bit of a mess of a race to me. Sprite, best horse, top pick, 
Wrong spot. Winner Bright could win. Just explode this sort of stable that does things that aren't natural sometimes. Now, best, Barrier one. Barrier one. <laughs> best bet, value bet. Okay. Um, best. For the punters at home. For the punters at home. Look, I'm going to have to say Juby. Yep. In the Sydney Cup is the best. Um, with the, you know, the. Obviously, we don't know. We haven't um, seen it out here. The but majority of people this... get listen to this should be buying the man mail. They can overlay it on yep. top of each other. If you get it, you're not going to get much shorter than three dollars fifty. Surely, three dollars about lows they're going to go. Uh, well, they put up three dollars and they haven't been able to lay it. The, the corpse that's got out and out to three sixty. Yep. So you know, we'll see. Oh, it's going to have. There'll come a point where it's back. Um, it's had seven starts. It's a four year old. It's got fifty two and a half and it maps well. It's just yep. got to be. There's got to be support for it. Um, best. What do we say? Value. Value. I might say. I might go a little bit left field in the last. I hate the race, and it would only be a small. Not hate the race, but it's it's a bit bit messy. Um, Sabatiano. Race Freshen. ten, number eleven. Sabatiano. Is it Glyn on? Glyn it on. is Glyn very twelve. It's goes clearly not the stable elect, but um, <laughs> it's. Uh, the reason I give her a chance is her. Just about the best run of her life was last year in a three-year-old restricted race at the Randwick 1200, and she won by about five. Um, also dropping in distance that day. She's dropping in distance on Saturday. So at 15 to one or something, why not? Okay, well, one viewer question, which I picked out from the bunch and from the emails, is from Matthew. What, What's the first step for you? I'll answer as well. Mm-hmm. When doing the form, do you start with a map? Do you start with an overall assessment of prices off your ratings or do you look at some data no me uh, map first um i i have a database but the way i do the form is i um prepare a spreadsheet for that race and it's got all the historical ratings and all that stuff in it but i look at that after i've done the map the first thing and i've got a pretty good working knowledge of most fields of horses in sydney so I can do a map pretty quickly, you know, know most of the jockeys' likes yeah. and dislikes well, as well. I think that's, so that's the important then thing. Then I'm like, well, and I, I think you'd be similar. Then you go, okay, well, this, this, and this are advantage. Now, what are the numbers going to tell me? Yeah, so I, I do a map on – I use punting form. I open up the worksheet on punting form. So I get nothing other than the, the horse name, jockey, trainer, and, barrier. And, and the barrier, and then I do a map. And then I think it's one of the crucial – it's why it's crucial and it's one of the biggest benefits of betting in one jurisdiction yep. is you have a really good idea of, ah, uh, like Waller drawn 12, yeah, this, Michael this Walker, he'll yeah. snick this. Yeah. Like, and because you, you need to make decisions on three or four horses yeah. to, to finalize your map. I like to do that before I start so that I can't get biased because when you start out in punting, I'm, I'm sure oh, of yeah. it, everyone does it, is you go, like, oh, fucking, I'm going to back Sprite. Yeah. And he might, you know what he could do here? He could kick <laughs> yeah, up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He could just kick yeah, up a little bit, find two or three pairs off, get its back, <laughs> yeah. peel out the straight, <laughs> fucking bang. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Everyone does that because everyone has... That's how, that's, how the, that's, how the game, that's how the game bites you, well, is by following a few horses. Well, everyone, in a sense, black books, you know, yeah. when they're starting out, or, you know, even the recreational, you know, or casual punters who take it pretty seriously, they go, oh, I was on this, it was a certainty button. I've got to get my money back on this next time, and it might not be suited again, you know. All right, that'll do us for the 
hardcore racing part of the, the show. We are we've got so where do we get your stuff? Championbets.com.au, winningedge.com. Yeah, winningedge investments. Uh, either of those sites, identical service through both. So go there. Um, we'll have mounting yard mail from Caulfield. Uh, we we're back, punters. We had a big big little set at uh, Sandown. John, Johnny wife. Allen. <laughs> God bless you, John. Um, he was good to me. Uh, we're back there at Caulfield. We've got Scurry live and fired up from fucking Ramwick Day to the Championships off his biggest day he's ever had. Get on board. If you're ever going to get Sydney, give it a go. Um, that's all we've got. There's no spots on the movers. I think they might be out to do some of a dry run. Some of to drop off. Now, that'll do us. Richmond, are they gone? Um, it's going to be very tough. Swan's about to kick off tonight. They no, lose yeah. tonight to the Ds. Ooh. Nerdy <laughs> times. Thanks for listening, ponies. Feedback always welcomed as we try and perfect our products for you. Thank you to Betfair, Punning Form, and Mountain Gate. Bye bye.